Good morning. Um, yesterday we we took a look at the Shail in the Gemara about somebody who picked something up in the Rishas Harabim and uh, threw it and it landed on top of a pillar. The pillar which was ten up ten to him high, four by four on the top. So Bikitsa the pillar was the Rishas Hayochid and the person threw from Rishas Harabim to Rishas Hayochid. And the Shaila was, is he Chayev or not? The Shaila is like this. The Avad the Akira is Be'isa. He picked up from Rishas Harab. The Hanokha is Be'isa. And Rishas Hayochit. But the problem is, in order to throw it onto, a, onto the top of the pillar, it would have to go through Mekay Petur. It has to go above Tansfok in order to come back down. So the Shaila is, since it comes through a Mekay Petur, maybe that's the reason to make him potter. And um, they wanted to say various, I mean, three, three uh, we had Rabbo, Rabbi Yosef, Abai, they all said that, nah, it's, it's our Mishnah, of course he's Chayev. What's the case in the Mishnah? Where a person picks something up and put it on top of a rock. Exactly the same thing. Put it down. So, to that, Rabbi Mordechai, was the one who asked Shaila initially, he said, that's, that's not necessarily a, a Raya. Because he says, it could be talking about Initially, he said it was, uh, it, it could be talking about uh, machat, which doesn't have any height. They said, even that, you still have to lift it up a little bit. He said, yeah, but it could be that either he put it on a little bit jutting out of it, which is lower than Tansfokim, but since it's only a small bit there, it's bottled to the actual cellar, or the cellar itself has got a bit of a groove, so he inserts it into the groove. Therefore, you've got no right in there. That's, what, that, that's the, the, the new piece we learned yesterday. If you take a look at Tosfus, Tosfus says, Diva Matzkel Eidil. What's the you this from that which we learned in the uh, in the first parak? We learned that somebody who takes out something from a shop, to a palatio, which is a main road, right, which is the Rishusarabim. Derech stov, by way of a stov, which is, what's a stov? It's a sort of a, a side, side-ish road, in other words, a makamalis. Not a Rishas Hayoch, but it's not a Rishas Harabim either. Chayev, he's Chayev. Even though he's walking through a place which should break it up. No, it doesn't help. Ve'echot ha-moishit, ve'echot ha-zeilik. There you go. That's the point we wanted. Whether the person's Moshit, or even if a person throws it through there, he's Chayev. Not do that's the Klot Commission or anything like that. But forget your Klot Commission for a second. Even though he's thrown it through a place which could effectively is a Makom Ptur, for our purposes, is a Makom Ptur, even so, we said that he's going to be Chayev. So why, why wouldn't we post it from there? Yeah? So we answer answers furthermore we've said above Hamuti Masui Lamalo Measara Chayev. Somebody who carries something a uh, uh, Masui above ten, he's Chayev. So in other words, he's walking in the Rosh Hashanah, holding it above his head, so it's going through Umakom Petur. Umafari Sharab 
Porat. Um, so nice, that that one, some some Roshanim answer that you could say that's just that, that since that's the words of an Amir, it's Rob speaking the Hamitim Masin Amado. Therefore, they don't want to be pushed from from an Amir. But the first Kash, we've got to do something about it. And Mefarish Rab Porat did Davka Kesher Posak Koychoy Bim Koym Petul Kam Vayre. The Shaila is Davka when the Koyach he puts into it. <coughs> It's so well. Let's put it this way: it comes to a a, a, a temporary rest in the makom petur. In other words, you throw it up, it reaches its peak, and then it starts coming down. Where does it reach its peak in a makom petur? And then it changes direction. That's our shayla. Could go for example, shezorak lemalam He throws it above ten. Keneged avir rishus harabim in the airspace of the rishus harabim. The Yorat Evan Ba'alatsen, and then the stone comes down on a, on a diagonal, the Nocho Al Ho'omud, and comes down to rest onto the top of the pillar. The Yerida Zu That descent is not from his original Kayach. Elo Kayach Kayachi. Rather, it's Kayach Kayachi. Because he put in the, call it the kinetic energy to take it up, and now it's gravity which is putting it down. The Chaybon de Mekhaim Petur Ko Asyo, since he is coming from a Mekhaim Petur, Yesh Hefsuk Ben Akira Rishayna the Hanocho. There is a Hefsuk between the first Akira and the Hanocho. So that's the Shaila. Abolim Zorak Mamush Kenega de Omud, but if he threw it like an arrow at the Omud, Shalahokha Barak and Kalal, it doesn't go on a diagonal at all. Elahokha Mekhaicha Ad Omud, he goes with his Kayach from the very start to the very end. Vatai Chayim is definitely his Chayim. Even if it goes through a Mekhaim Petur, that doesn't bother us. Vidafka Bezerik Mboyne finishes off Tosavis, the Shayim is Dafka if he throws it, because he finishes as I've explained. Abu Moitzi or Machnes, but if a person is Moitzi or Machnes, he carries it in his hand, shoots it at of course he's Chayim. And that answers up the case of Moitzi Mechanis Pelatio, that answers up the case of Rova, Moitzi Masu Lamana Meiroshai, there's Poshadi is Chayim. Behold, Maisi Raya Mehanusi Vahadusin, Al Gabon. Ah, you're going to say, well then in which case, what's the riot from our Mishnah, which talks about a person who picks it up and puts it on top of the rock and things like that, that he's chayev. Ha'in de mashmari, that's because it's mashma too, whoever's answering from there, to ma'iri b'chol inyan, that it's love dafka if he picks it up and puts it on there. So I'm talking about all inyanim, be'in b'zorik, be'in mamoshis, whether he throws it, whether he sticks it out, because it's ha'in b'reisha, as we learn in the reisha. Ha'zorik pot, of ha'moshit chayev, the first Mishnah in the Perak. Now it's no longer similar to because there it comes from his own koyach. He's the one who's carrying it. So it's not similar. So the case of he's the one carrying it. That's his own koyach. The case of Zoyrek, or Moshe for that matter as well. Zoyrek, it's koyach koyach because it goes up and it comes down. Once again, it's his koyach because he's carrying it. This is a shadow where he throws it, it goes up and it's and, uh, sorry, this is a Shadia, where it goes up and it comes back down. The case there, sorry, the case of Zorik of Mechanos Palatia is where it's like an arrow, not up and then down. And therefore, it's not a riot to our case. Okay? Yeah? yeah? This is, by the way, what we're doing here is actually a repeat. <coughs> but I don't think either of you were here when I did it, so... You're way beyond to and I don't think, don't think you were here that day. You went in for the, the, the Matzah, shall we? Not so sure. You hear that? No, no, no. Right, it's a good show that one. So, uh, nothing to do with.
But um, so, oh, so much, so in which case it's, it's Kedai to repeat. The Chari, this toast is a penalt. Why is it a penalt? Because there's a Gemara in Sanhedrin, that's the Ein Zayn on the base, which talks about somebody who throws a stone, throws it up, and it comes down, and it lands on somebody, it kills him. Is he Chayv or Potter? The Gemara says it depends. If it's Keche, he's Chayv. If it's Keche, Keche, he's Potter. Which, which is which? Well, so the Gemara says like this. If he throws it up, and it comes directly down, that's Keche, Keche. Right? Because he threw it up, gravity pulls it down. But if he throws it on a diagonal, so it goes up and then comes down like that and hits his friends, it's what we call Keach Kodesh. It's a weakened Keach because he didn't, he didn't make it come down. It's so inevitable. It is inevitable, that's true, but it's not his force that's bringing it down though. So it's called Keach Kodesh and he's Chayev. But Tosu says it's Keach Kecha. That's what Tosu just wrote. Hence, by Shabbos, he's Chayev. Uh, he's Potter, well, the Thud say he's Potter, at least. If it's Kayach Kayachot, why is he Chayev in Sanhedrin? It's exactly the same case. Well, when it's thrown on a diagonal, there's a horizontal component to the force, which is his core. That's very nice, but Tosus calls it Kerch Kerche. I can explain the physics as well, but it doesn't help us because Tosus says Kerch Kerche. I'll show you that on the question. Well, one place is calling it from It's a pretty simple question. Diagonal, he's calling it Kerch Kerch, and Blaine's and Hedrin, it's not Kerch Kerch, Blaine's diagonal. It's the same thing. Right. It's exactly the same case. If it's Kerch Kerch here, it's Kerch Kerch there. Yeah. Yeah. 
I didn't. I did actually notice yesterday. I didn't. wasn't doing it. I was aware of just uh, the rishash. The rishash asked the question. So I think the answer is like this. Tosfos is being megala eyesaytas. That's otherwise maybe we wouldn't have known. That is that we're learning Sanhedrin. I assume so. Kayach Kodesh means it's his Kayach, a weakened Kayach, granted, because at the end of the day, gravity is not his Kayach. But self called self, as Dr. Freiler quite correctly said, it's only continu- continuing to go in a horizontal plane because of his force. In other words, when a person throws something up on a diagonal, it's composed of two forces, one horizontal, one vertical, the old mathematician, the, the mechanics part of it, right? It's, there's two forces. And as it goes up and up and up, the horizontal one is, uh, sorry, the vertical one is getting weaker and weaker until eventually it reaches a point where it's nothing because gravity is now going to take over. But his horizontal force is still taking it in the, in the horizontal plane. That's what's taking it forward. Otherwise, it should just drop at 90 degrees. What makes it go sort of as a projectile? The answer is there's still a horizontal, uh, horizontal force which... It's the, that's why it's called Keach Kodesh. What Tosis is being regarded to me is that Keach Kodesh is not Keche, it's Keach Keche, and yet he's still Chayev. How can that be? The answer is that there's two types of Keach Keche. There's Keach Keche that perhaps we're more familiar with, and that's, for example, a case like Gemara Makkas. The Gemara Makkah talks about a person who takes a cloth of earth. Do you remember this Gemara? It's takes a cloth of earth, throws it at the tree, and he knocks a branch. The branch comes, snaps, falls down, breaks a cluster of grapes. And you can build the picture as many stages as you want, basically. And then that falls and knocks another grape. And Bekitza, each one. Why is that called Kerch? Kerch, Kerch, Rish and Kerch. There may actually be slight differences between them, but what? The Peshatit. It's not just why is it called that. That's one type. Because the Peshat is, as soon as the clod of earth hits the branch, that's it. It stops still. My Misa is finished. The energy is now transferred to the branch. Right? We know the, the concept of conservation of energy. Okay. And then maybe, maybe the, the clod of earth will fall to the ground as well. But it's transferred. My Misa, my Kayach, is finished. That is a case where if that happens, a person's potter. Because he's nothing more than effectively gromot stroke garmi. If it's garmi, it'll actually be chayev, right? But it's effectively, it's sort of grom. It's already indirect. But where my kayach is still alive, my kayach activated and pulled in another kayach to act with it, but the orig- initial kayach is still there, although that's called kayach kayach because it's not just my original kayak. What's putting this clod of earth down now, this stone down, is gravity. What brought gravity into it? The answer is, when I threw it up, I put a kayak into it. That kayak pulled in, right, roped in the kayak of gravity. Because as it's moving up, by definition, it's giving it potential energy, it's bringing in gravity as well. Right? But, it doesn't mean that my initial kayak is completely gone. And therefore I'm chayef. 
Hence, if I throw the stone directly up and it comes crashing down, I'm potter. Because when it reaches the highest point, my kerf's over. Now it's coming down solely because of gravity. Its path, the tra- trajectory, is completely because of gravity now. But if I throw it on a diagonal, it's my initial force which keeps it going in the horizontal plane. And therefore, although, as I said, I've roped in gravity as well, gravity sort of was roped in because of my initial kayak. I don't mean created gravity, by the way, I mean, right? I mean that gravity should put it downwards and onto this guy's head, is what I mean, obviously, right? In that spot, it's because of my initial kayak. That's why it's called kayak kodosh. And Tosis is Megale, that's called kayak koyche. Right? But it's a kayak koyche da'am yeah? Is that clear? When you said this last statement, that it's Kawach at Yuchai, you can have the horizontal one Kawach or the. The whole bit. Or the, the whole, I mean, we're talking about the fact that the stone fell on the guy's head and killed him. I'm Chai. Because without my Kawach, it wouldn't have fallen on that guy's head. It would have fallen directly down. So if I'm, 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 of course, I'm Chai. Ah, but I also need the gravity. Okay. But your kayak was what effectively brought the gravity to bring it into, in, onto this guy's head. And your kayak is what made it drop there, not gravity. And therefore, you are high. Right? Simple as that. Yes, is that clear? Rukhain, Rukhain Briska has a very, very similar vault, by the way. Very, very similar vault. He talks about this, this same sort of idea. He says... If a person takes a stone and puts it on top of on top, top of the roof, right, and leaves it there, and then walks off, and then the wind comes and blows it off, we're not. He's not going to be hired for that. He's out odomamasik. Maybe, maybe modernamasik that could be, but it's not odomamasik. Why? Because when he puts it there, it's finished. It's stopped. Right? He says, but if Lamoshel, let's say, a person is holding a stone. And he moves his hand. And it drops. So although when it comes to... When it comes to Shechita... That would be a possible Shechita. Because it's his Maisa, but it's not his Kayach. And for Shechita we need Kayach Gabra. But he says, but when it comes to Nazikin... Since it's his Maisa, even though it's not his Kayach, he's Chayach. Because it didn't stop. You can't say when I took out my hand... it sat there and then another kayak came. Yeah? It's what he calls kayakim uruplay. His kayak was always, his mice was always involved in it. It's a similar, it's not quite the same, but it's a similar sort of idea. As opposed to when I put it on the roof, my mice is finished. Yeah? Exactly. It's a similar sort of idea. al Kabonim, that's why he's chayim in the case in Sanhedrin. Even though it's kayak kayakim. Masha'inki, when it comes to Shabbos, we're not talking about, it's not a question of, is it Mishyachis to him? Is it not Mishyachis to him? The point is, it comes here, reaches the highest point, that was Keche. Now it changes to Keach Keche. We're not saying that his Keach is gone. His initial Keach is still mixed in. But has there been a, so to speak, momentary pause, stroke, change of direction in the Mekon Petur? The answer is yes. That's why we're declaring that maybe he should be Potter. Not because it's not his Maisa. Not because it's not his Kayak. We're getting a little confused with this Kayak Kayak. 
the voltage from when it trans, when there's a transition from Kayaf to Kayaf Kayaf, that suggests there's like a momentary pause, like a sort of Hanukkah in the Mokayim Petur. Not an actual Hanukkah, a simulated Hanukkah. And maybe that's enough to make him potter. That was the shaykh. Mashaykin, if you shoot it as an arrow, then he's going to be chayv. That's pshat and as far as I, as far as I'm concerned. Right? Is that clear? Right? I'm sure there's other mahalchim and the rishash speaks better, but that's, to my mind, that's, that's what comes out of this. Okay? Fine. That's Yisait number one. Yisait number two is, this question of why the Gemara didn't answer from other, from other sources, the Ramban has a very, very interesting Chiddush right? And it's the source of much, much discussion. <coughs> the Ramban writes, after bringing the question, a little bit of discussion about it, he writes, Venerali Letaritz. I would like to answer, he says, the Rav Mordechai Peshitale that is Poshetim. The Chol De'osi Mimekoim Petur that anything that comes from a Mekoim Petur Limekoim Chiyuv to a Mekoim Chiyuv Venoch Mimekoim Chiyuv and rests in the Mekoim Chiyuv Uva Avir Shel Chiyuv and in the airspace, that's the clear point, and the airspace of Chiyuv, Bezerit Chayev. In the case of Zerik, of course he's Chayev. Man, it goes up like that, goes straight, it makes no difference. He's going to be Chayev. Vichi Komiboyade, what's his Shaida? Kegoyinta Hashtan Nami Bereshus Shel Avir Patur Komonach. Because when this stone stroke um, needle, whatever we're talking about, when it comes to rest, where is it resting? No, where is it resting? On top of this one. So where is it resting? In the Abir of what Rishos? Yeah, no, this is the question is whether Rishos Yochid extends upwards into this airspace or is it still Rishos Harabim in the airspace? Oh, so till, till, so till today or until I mentioned this a day or two ago you would have told me it's the Abir of a Rishos Yochid. Because we know Rishos Yochid Eda Adlar now we're in for a big surprise. Rambam's the source for this. I mean, he's not the only one who says it. It goes back as well, but it's attributed to, to the Rambam. The Rambam says, no, it's not. <coughs> the object is sitting in the airspace of a Mekoyim Petur. Why? Because it's about ten. What do you mean? It's on top of a Shaseyach. It doesn't matter. Why? So he says, V'chi komi boyele, ki gende hashta nami birashashalavir petur mekomanach. It's resting on top of a Rosh true, but the object is in the airspace of a Mekayim Petur. Kegoyim, for example, She'al on top of this Omad. She'kol gufoi b'mekayim Petur koi. That the whole object, the actual guf of the object is in a Mekayim Petur. Kolem el amam It's above ten. El ha-shumun Just resting on top of ten. Uch for example, the gufoi l'malo, 
that the object itself is above 10, even after it's resting. Dilmo Potter, maybe he's Potter in such a case. Because the Chiyuv comes from Mekhem Petur. Meaning, this Roshus, the air is Potter. Commissioner Pirish Rashi, the Eno Abirish Salamis Rashi explains it's not Abir of Rosh Salavan. The Emesis Rashi does not say this in the Kudah. Rashi says the airspace it's travelling through is not Abir of, of Rosh Salavan because it's about 10. That's true. Rashi does not say that on top of the Omid itself. Rashi is quoted as saying a different word that happens, but let's just stick to what he says for the time being. He says, It's not the airspace of Rosh Hashayochid either. Now, this, these are the key words. When do we say Rosh Hashayochid goes up to the, to the sky? Maybe that's only in the airspace of a Chotzeh, but on top of a pillar, not. And then he goes on, he says, That's why in the case of the Chanus Laplatio, you can't bring a ride from there, because they're sure. It's true. You pick it up in the Chanus and the Rosh Hashayochid. Yeah? You throw it from Rosh Hashayochid through the Karmanis. Okay, Lishkafelach. Into the Rosh Hashayochid. It comes to rest in the Rosh Hashayochid. But when it's resting in the Rosh Hashayochid, it's resting in the Rosh Hashayochid. It's below 10. Correct? So therefore, of course, it's different. Right? He says, the kids are all the cases, all the cases that, um, that you could ask from, because he's got a few, what, one or two other cases as well. He says, all of those could be talking about where there's walls around the Rosh Hashayochid, if it's landing in Rosh Hashayochid, that is, and therefore it's resting in the Abir of the Rosh Hashayochid. Here we're talking about on top of an Omad, on top of an Omad, it's not Abir of Rosh Hashayochid, it's Abir of Makom Petur, and that's why we're saying that maybe he's Potter. Is that clear? Yeah? He says it's not, not, it's not much more ambition to talk about that with the seller. It's not much more. There's, there's a, so the seller is, is like an omelet. Yeah? Now, can you explain that? What difference is it's a chotzer or it's an omad? Lemay nafkemina. Is it explaining with Mordechai's question? Ramban differently from what we. No, he's explaining why we can't be pushed it from the various sources. Tosfos is quoted and various other sources as well, which Tosfos didn't ask from, but the other Rishonim do. Yeah, yeah. So, so what, what's the problem? Well, can you explain yeah. that? We could just sit back and say, oh, it makes sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. just nod our heads. Mm-hmm. Or we could ask, and that doesn't make a word of sense. If the, the, the Obud is a Rosh Hashayochid, because we've got good Asik, then why, why ever not is the S, why should you not say that the airspace is Avi Rosh Hashayochid? Well, 
there's there's something called Lomdus Beliavon and there's something called Lomdus Imhavon, right? To quote, to quote from Reb Svi, right? Anyone can sit back and make a chiluk and say, well, you know, what's the difference between that? That apple's red and that one's green, and therefore, right? There's lots of differences, right? But uh, what we, we there has huh? This Amud hasn't got Lomdus. Well done. That is what the Ramban says, and therefore, so what? So well, if it doesn't have mechitzas, then it's not rishus hayochid. Elamai does have mechitzas. Truga does it, okay, but it's got it's got mechitzas. The mechitzas don't go all the way up to the sky, by the way. Yeah, in an ordinary rishus hayochid. Yes, correct. Yeah, an ordinary rishus hayochid has a toch. It's got. And so what? A space. It's an enclosure. And therefore, is an enclosure, and so there's mechitzas. The fence around it uh, is considered projected going up, upwards. But this is an, a solid onward we're talking about. A solid and therefore, what? So we're saying it's just itself, as so was just saying. The mechitz is also considered to be going up, because otherwise you wouldn't be able to carry on top. Yeah. Leaving out this thing of Avi Mekompetu, we know we say Gudasik, no? Maybe we don't. Maybe, maybe we. Maybe we, we don't say good asset. Well, he isn't. Ramban isn't saying good asset. No, we don't say good asset now. Ah, why is it Rosh Hashayochet? Where your mechitzas? It's not really a Rishasai. You've got to be able to... It's not really a Rishasai. This isn't isn't another love duff one. This is a... a conjectural Rishasai. This is a pillar. It's a pillar, isn't it? It's a halachic Rishasai. It's not a real Rishasai. So does that mean that I, I, I can put things on top of it? No, no problem. The, the, the Rashbal makes it even more difficult because he says, well, according to this, if you've got something sitting on top of that pillar, where is it sitting there? Moshe, I pick something off 
up off the pillar. Yeah? Our Mishnah, right? You've got the rock, rock there. Somebody's sitting on top of the rock. Yeah? So I pick it up. To put down. To put down on the, uh, on the floor. Yeah? Our Mishnah said you're high for that, correct? Why? Where was that object sitting? Sitting on top of the pillar. Okay, Rosh Hashanah. But where is the vast, 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 almost all the the guf of the of the uh, what's it called attached to of the chayvet to a meaning a mechayv petur. Correct. So in which case, why am I chayv picking that up? It's sitting on a mechayv petur. You can call it Eged Kli, you can call it what you want. Why am I five? Well, it's, it's, you're going after the uh, base. It's, it's, it's based on Rosh Hashayochit. Then why should I do that? But look at where the majority of the Chavis is. Where's the Chavis attached to? We've learned you said yes. You're not high for, for it all, unless... You take it from within a Rosh Hashanah, let's say, to fully into Rosh Hashanah. If it's already, if it's half off, you're not chayat. No, it's, 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 it's considered attached to Rosh Hashanah. It's very nice if it's attached to Rosh Hashanah. It doesn't make you chayat. You're, de- you're detaching it from, by lifting it up, you're detaching it from Rosh Hashanah. Okay, that doesn't make me chayat. If you've got an object which is already is half in, half out, and you take it out, you're not no, you don't. The Akira is from Rosh Hashanah. Even if it's... Most of it is in, is in the Makam. But so that's... The Akira, you've done an Akira from Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, but sadly that's not the Halakha. If you've got an object, that's what we like. I get clear, right? If you've, got, if you've got an object which is already... It doesn't have to be majority that happens. Part of it is already outside of the threshold of the Rosh Hashanah. When you pick that up, yeah, and take it out, you're part of Oh, because you don't hold it. I get it. We do. Therefore, it's already attached outside. You're looking at Agat Kli in one way, and yeah. we're looking the other way. Therefore, you're part of This is a super Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah? This is a Rashbuk right there. Practice of Shekasha. This is an interesting art. I mean, the. Look, as I said, I'm not, we're not going to go into all the, the... I just want to bring out one Nakoda from all of this. Is, well, I mean... The Ritzvah has got, got Azama Harikh. He wants to say that whatever you stick into the Rosh Hashayochid, this is what he wants to say, I think, in Rashi, whatever, that, that beca- it becomes Rosh Hashayochid. In other words, this thought of Rosh Hashayochid, I don't think it's what the Ramban saying, right? That Rosh Hashayochid, I mean, for example, if I take a pole, which is which is a hundred meters tall, and I stick it into the ground. That pole is all the way up hundred meters. Is Rosh Hashayochit. Doesn't matter how far, high up it goes. So whatever I stick into the Rosh Hashayochit becomes Rosh Hashayochit. That's what he wants to say. He wants to use that and say even if the Ramban doesn't agree with that, he says. But the chayvets I put on top of the omud. When the chayvets is on top of the omud, now it's there. It becomes it becomes Rosh Hashayochit. That little enclave where it's sitting becomes Rosh Hashayochit. I mean, the volume. 
Meaning to say, look, I'll explain to you what I mean. He says, no, even if you don't go this the whole way, like we've said, that whatever is in the Avir, so whatever is stuck, you know, that whole thing becomes Rishayach, even if you don't go with that, but one Nukudu we can say that we take. And that is, for example, here's my omelet, right? Go anywhere, right. That's 10 to 4 high. So this is all Avir Makayim Pitur, right? So as my object comes, comes across, come through Avir Makayim Pitur, right? And in fact, even when it comes here, it's now directly on top of the omelet, coming into land, it's still in Avir Makayim Pitur. Now, when it lands, however, if I was to ask you, now, it's landed. Now, where is the Chayfetz? The answer is the Chayfetz is, is completely in Rosh Hashayach. Because when the Chayfetz sits, now it comes and makes contact with the Omud. At that point, and only at that point, it creates the fact that it's taking up, it's sort of, if you want, I don't know if you want to look at it as an extension of the Omud, but it becomes Rosh Hashayach. But that doesn't affect the child of the Gemara. So now if I want to take something off, I want to put something on, and that, that's something else. But in terms of my shayla of being Zayrik, it's a good shayla. Because I picked it up in Rosh Hashanah, and it's traveling, traveling, traveling. It always travels through, a, through um, Avira Makon Petur. Meaning, and this, this is, uh, perhaps let me just ex- explain one Nakuda. Who cares, at the end of the day, who cares whether it went through Avira Makon Petur or not? Meaning to say, how, how is the Ramban trying to get out of this? He says, look, in the case of and all these sort of things, so you know what? When you throw it, I picked it up from Rosh uh, let's say, right? Or, sorry, Rosh Hashanah. I picked it up from the Chanos, right? Yeah, Dr. Father, I picked it up, I threw it, it went through, call it Mekon right? I'll call it Mekon yeah? I know that. But when it comes to rest, at least when it comes to rest, Ah, there it's Rishos Harabim, completely. And it's resting in the Rishos Harabim. Ah, that's different. Yeah? Why? What's the difference? It went through a Makon Petur, well, what difference where it's resting now? Can you explain that one to me? You can explain the Ramban, but uh, can you explain that one to me? Can you explain that? What's, what's the difference? What's the difference between the two? Because now it's resting. Ah, oh, it's resting. This one's resting completely in the Rosh Hashanah, and this one's resting on the Rosh Hashanah, but in the Avir of Makon Petur. That wasn't the Shadow of the Gomorrah. The Shadow of the Gomorrah was because it was coming through a Makon Petur and finished. I'll tell you, to my mind, the vault is like this. We have to go back to basics, which is what is the Malacha of Hitzah? The Malacha of Hitzah is Akira, then what? Then what? Then a transfer. A transfer. And then a hanacha. But that's crucial. 
and then a Hanukkah. Right? Now watch this. If I take the case, makes me a Hanukkah right? He picks it up. That's his own, right? He's done an Akira, correct? He throws it out. He goes into the Adir of Makom Patur. Travelling, travelling, travelling. Comes into the airspace of the Rosh Hashanah. Yeah? Before it comes to rest, before it comes to rest, it's gone into the airspace of the Rosh Hashanah. And then it comes to rest, then Yechayv. It doesn't bother me the fact that it went through a Makom Patur in between. Because I have Akira in Rosh Hashayochit, I have it going into the Rosh Hashanah before it rests in the Rosh Hashanah, and then it rests. It doesn't bother me what it did in between. Correct? This comes back to, this, I think it's Reb Chaim who wants to say, that when it comes to Hoytzah, there's three components. The Akira, the transfer, and the Hanukkah. What happens in between doesn't bother me. As opposed to Havora, Havora Daladam is the whole thing is part of it. All Daladam is part of it. That's what you want to say. They, 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 they ask many questions on it. But that one Nakuda we can take. It's the Akira, a transfer, and the Hanukkah. That's it. That's all I'm interested in. I don't care where it's gone in between. So the brother, yeah? What happens over here though? The person picks it up, yeah? Good. Picks it up, throws it. Yeah? And it never leaves the Makom Patur until it lands. Meaning, it came from Makom Patur to its landing. So that, if you want that, it's really the transfer before the Hanukkah is what I need. The transfer did not happen before the Hanukkah. The transfer happened with the Hanukkah at most. Because when it rests, then it becomes the Rosh Hashayachit. I need transfer followed by Hanukkah. It's not so bad if it happens together. I'm sure it's not so bad. In fact, it's quite good because it saves the guy from a Chiyav Chatos. <laughs> it's actually quite good, right? But the point is... He still gets clobbered. He still gets clobbered? Well, it's not... No, he doesn't, because that's not the malacha. Yeah, it's done the transfer. Well, it's together with that. You're, you're in for some sort of great surprises, because we're going to see all sorts of very, very interesting shaders where you get the, uh, the creation... You know, not quite the same as this, where the Roshus is only created at the time of Hanukkah and vice versa. Are you chayv? You think he should? Well, we'll see in the Gemara. No, it's not so posh at all. No, okay, okay, the, okay. the Gemara wasn't able to be posh there, I mean. Void. Huh? This is the, the Shaila here. Right. Okay. Very good. That's the Shaila. That, that's, that's one that I just wanted to bring out, right? As I said, the, the Rashba Fret this Kasha, I think he gives a slightly different answer, right, to what the Ritual said. The Kasha being a game, right? Because as I said, this, this is, these are big, unbelievable, you say this in, in a, 
You know, you go around the Rosh Hashanah and you think, oh, I've got a pillar there, that must be a Rosh Hashanah. Not necessarily so at all. Show you other Gemara's will be seen. Right? So according to, according to the, according to the Ritva, he says, yeah, it's true that Avir above it is a Mekhem Petur. But the minute you put something down on it, then that thing becomes an extension of the of the Rishayachid effectively. That's the way the, the, the Ritzvah looks at it. The Rashba, I think, looks at it slightly differently. He wants to say, let me see if, if I can see what he says. He, he basically wants, he wants to be mechalic between, he said, I'll read you what he says. It's only when the Kli itself literally eats up the whole height of the Rishas and then goes into the Makoim Petur on top. Kagoin, for example. Let's say a person takes a pole, yeah, and sticks it into Rishas Rabin. So it goes through all ten Tzvachim in the Rishas Rabin and then it goes above. That's a Rishas Hayochit. Right, that's a Rosh Hashanah. The fact that he goes above 10, that doesn't bother me. If, however, I'm going to I've got my, I've got the, uh, the pillar. That's the Rosh Hashanah. Now I take my Kli and put it on top of it. Since the Kli didn't start from the ground, the Kli is in our Virma Kempitur. Does that make sense? Since the Kli didn't start from the ground. From the ground. No, it didn't. The omelet does. See, so in other words, whatever starts from the ground can go up a thousand meters. It will be Rosh Hashayach all the way up a thousand meters. But what starts from that point onwards, if you put something on top of that a thousand meters, that's ready in the Makom Oh, I see this. Yeah. Okay. What we'll look at Bezaz Hashem tomorrow, time flies, is, is Bezaz Hashem to try and understand the Londas behind us. Oh, sorry, not the Londas, the Havon. I said, we've had the Londas, we made the Chiluk, have a think about it, okay? You did say something in that, I'm not saying you're, you know, about, about whether it's got a Teich or not, right? Yeah? Think about the definition of Rosh Hashayochit. Try and get a clearer definition of what Rosh Hashayochit is, Bezaz Hashem will speak about it tomorrow.